0: Welcome to the Messy Wonderful Podcast, where we're spilling all the deets on how we travel with little kids and a bigger family, plus tons of insight into our family's adjustment to our oldest son's diagnosis with autism at age three. Hey y'all, I'm Kimberly, wife, mom to three kids ages five and under, full-time CPA, and now blogger. So grab your coffee, glass of wine, it's a Diet Dr. Pepper for me, And let's do those dishes, the laundry, chauffeur those kids around, or whatever you have on your task list today. We'll do it together because life may be messy, but it's oh so wonderful. (laughs) Hey y'all, welcome to today's episode of the Messy Wonderful Podcast. Last week we talked about when I first suspected that we might need professional help for Hunter and... I gave you some of the the signs that I was noticing and I shared some of the the things that made me deep down in my mom gut know that we needed professional help. And I'm going to share our journey through all of that at some point because it's kind of a long-winded journey. But today I want to share with you about having someone validate that I wasn't making this up with Hunter, that what I was thinking, what I was feeling, what I was noticing wasn't all in my head because for a while, I very much felt that way. I felt that I was being overdramatic, that I was making it more than it needed to be. I wasn't just accepting that he was in the terrible twos or that I was noticing things that really weren't there and I was working myself up. And so what I want to lead with in this episode is that I'm here to validate your feelings. If you are feeling this way about your child, or your children, whether they're an infant, a toddler, or 10 years old, I am here to validate your feelings because it can feel really lonely if you're the only one who... Is noticing these things or thinking these things or wants to seek out the professional help, and everyone around you isn't seeing it or doesn't have this gut feeling that you have. And they're making you feel not crazy, but they're making you feel like maybe you're making it more than it needs to be. And that's a really tough spot to be in. And I value the opinion of our family, you know, chance does too. And so, it was a very hard spot to be in for a while so i want to lead in this episode with i am here to validate your feelings if this is if that resonates with you i am validating your feelings for you and telling you take that next step do whatever you need to do to move forward and to find some professional help for your child for you for your family and just see where it goes and you don't know what the results are going to be you you don't know what the professional is going to tell you but try, but take those next steps because I promise if you're really feeling this deep down in your gut, you're probably onto something and you need to keep going no matter what. So I'm here to tell you to keep going. But I wanna share the experience that I vividly remember really solidified for me because I was I was hedging back and forth. Do I keep pushing this? Do I stop? Do I keep pushing this? Do I stop? There was one specific experience that really validated my feelings for me. And I was relentless in finding help for Hunter after this experience. So we were, it was, it was 2019. It was September 2019. We were on a trip out to California with my parents. My brother, it was, it was our big family trip for the year. Hunter was just shy of three years old. So in September, of 2019 he was 2 in a little bit he was going to turn 3 in November of 2019. We were on this vacation and you know things things were going pretty normally and we were at the San Diego Zoo. We were by the primates exhibit and Hunter had fallen asleep in the stroller and when he woke up he woke up in one of his like meltdown tantrums and you know, we tried to calm him doing all the things that Chance and I normally did. This was sort of before we knew the whole like, leave him alone. I feel like if we probably looking back now, I feel like if we probably would have just like closed, you know, pulled down the shade more in the stroller and just pushed him around or just left him be, it probably would have ended sooner. But this was this was before we knew that and and we live and we learn and we do the best we can as parents. My parents who are very close to the boys, you know then they tried my mom tried and my mom you know she's more of the grandma type so she's really coddling him and trying to make him feel better and at one point he wound up on the ground we were those people in the middle of the zoo filled with tourists and our child was on the ground just just crying profusely and kind of kicking and not letting anyone really get close to him. So, you know, it must have it must have been somewhere between 5 and 10 minutes. I mean, y'all, it felt like an eternity in that moment and 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 if you've ever been a parent with a child having, you know, some sort of meltdown, crying fit, you know that when you're in it, gosh, it just it seems like everyone's staring at you. It seems like it's taking forever. There's, it's not going to end. And it's, it's just one of those feelings that I really don't hope to ever have to have again, or too many times. I'm sure it, it will happen again with having four children, but I would really love for it to not happen again. It's one of those moments where you're kind of like, can the ground just open and swallow me because I'm literally doing my best. I don't know what else to do, but this is really embarrassing. And I feel like people are staring, but we're trying the best that we can. So that was our experience that day. And these tantrums had happened before. I had dealt with them multiple times before. Again, mind you, I was still learning. I didn't, there was no diagnosis. I hadn't learned all the things that I've learned now three years, you know, almost three years later. And so I was doing the best that I could. And... My mom previously had been one of the people telling me, I think you're just being too hard on him. I think you're just expecting too much from him. Remember, he's only two. And I don't want to say that she was making excuses for any of Hunter's behavior because she wasn't. But at the same time, I don't think she was taking it as seriously as I was. And I don't think she was as concerned as I was. But I also think she hadn't witnessed it and had to deal with it as many times as I had at this point. So this was her first time really witnessing a full-on tantrum from Hunter and seeing how hard I was working and, and everything that I was trying and then everything that she was trying and my dad was trying and Chance was trying. I mean, we all took a turn, right? And that nothing was really working. So after the time passes and he calms down, my dad, Chance Took gauge and they kept going. My mom and I were sitting on a bench, just kind of holding Hunter. He had finally calmed down. And, you know, she looked at me and she said, Maybe you're not making all of this up. And that, in that moment, that was the validation that I needed to keep going. That that was the moment for me where I didn't feel like I was being ridiculous, or I was making all of this up in my head, and I know deep down that I didn't really need someone to validate this for me. I'm a I'm normally a pretty confident person, and I don't I don't really need others to give me their blessing to do something that I know should be done. But especially with our first kids, we, no matter what, we're always trying to make the best decision for them. And I think that as parents, we probably hem and haw overall of the decisions for our kids ad nauseum sometimes wondering is this the right decision is this what's going to be best and i was really going back and forth with this and i we had met with with a psychiatrist who said no i think he's fine i don't i don't see anything and chance didn't seem too concerned and and then my mom and my dad hadn't seemed too concerned and and they're around hunter a lot so they they knew so this was finally that moment for me where I knew that I could and should push harder. And it seems so simple and so unnecessary when I look back on it that I felt like I needed validation to keep searching for help for my child. But I just think that it's, I don't know, it's its just a part of who we are as humans. So if you have people in your life that are telling you you're you're making this up or you're being dramatic or there's nothing there's nothing really there or it will get better, it will go away, they'll grow out of it. Yeah, maybe they will. And that's awesome. But maybe they won't. Maybe what you're seeing, the person who knows your child the best, who spends the most time with your child, maybe you're not making it up. Maybe you do know what's going on. And maybe you just need someone, maybe you need to feel like you have someone on your side, who hears you, who understands you, and who will support you and give you that validation that you need to push forward. Because it can be a really tough journey sometimes to keep pushing through when no one wants to listen to you, but you know deep down that you need to keep going. So I am here to be your support, to give you that validation, to give you whatever you need to keep going and to say, I know I'm doing the right thing. No matter what the results turn up with, I know I'm doing the right thing. So if this really resonates with you, if you have more questions for me, if you want more of our story, if I left something out that you want to know about, feel free to DM me on Instagram at messy underscore wonderful. I'm happy to share any of this with you, it, like I've said before, we're an open book. We're happy to share our experiences, our journey, if it helps just one person. And in the meantime, if you're just looking for possibly some reading materials, we do have a book guide that we've put together and it has Chance and I's favorite books on it that we felt are easy to read, have helped us the most, have taught us the most in a way that's like words that are really easy to understand. They're not very medical books because that's all very confusing. So I will also link that book guide in the notes. There's five books on there and I kind of rank them in the order that I think is best to start with to kind of learn. So I'll make sure to put that link for you in the description and in the show notes so that if you want that book guide to start reading and just seeing giving yourself, you don't have to share that with anyone, right? You can, you don't have to share with anyone that you're reading books about autism or trying to gain more information. You can just do that on your own time. And we've created that list for you. So I hope you found this podcast helpful. Again, feel free to DM me at messy underscore wonderful on Instagram if you have more questions or if there's something that I missed that you would like to know more about. I am happy to answer those questions for you. And I hope y'all have a great day. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending part of your day with us. If you love today's episode, be sure to share it with a friend. Any resources mentioned today will be linked in the description and you can always find even more details in the show notes. And remember, you can find us over on Instagram at messy underscore wonderful. We hope you'll subscribe to the show so you get notified when a new episode comes out. We'd also be so grateful if you take just a second to leave us a review. We appreciate your reviews and sharing about the show more than you know. See y'all next week.